Greetings, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to join me out of your busy schedule as well as your busy life. I am Marlon Tree Knight. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about the title, The Struggling Man. Now, anybody who's been checking in with me, uh, listening to me with the podcast knows that I'm a poet. I write. I love writing. I love creative writings and art and things of that nature. So The Struggling Man is a title of one of the poems I have. So I'm going to read this poem to start off this podcast, and then I'm going to elaborate on the subject of struggling. Hopefully it can resonate with many of you, and you'll understand where I'm coming from. So without further ado, I'll get into the poem. The Struggling Man. Have you ever seen a struggling man? A man who tries to get on his feet? Day and night he strives for a better life, but first he needs some food to eat. Have you ever seen a struggling man risking his life trying to provide, risking his name trying to maintain, selling his soul just to get by? Have you ever seen a struggling man standing tall, refusing to fall, keeping a smile to hide his tears, anger and silence to hide his fears in the midst of all his peers year after year after year surviving on the little that he has he hates to ask or even beg you'll never know his situation unless he allows you to get in his head or his heart have you ever seen a struggling man he's often judged by so many things but those who see this struggling man never really understands his pain. Unless the same ones who judged witness the struggling man they love in jail, prison, poor health or drugs or being labeled as a thug. Or maybe a grandson, nephew or a son, someone close enough to feel their pain. Then compassion and empathy step in. Why? Because he's a familiar struggling man. Our point of views become different based on information that we know. And when a situation hits close to home, we're more understanding than it shows. Some see the struggling man as a bum and so many negative names to name and feel he's not trying hard enough to be successful, wanting handouts and not to change. He hears the gossip and the whispers. Deep in his soul, it really hurts because he's doing everything that he can and hopefully one day it'll work. Just be mindful of the words you speak and the lies you spread when you're alone because you eventually reap the harvest and the struggling man lives in your home. That poem is entitled The Struggling Man. And so The inspiration from this poem, especially during times like now with COVID-19 and not just COVID-19, but there's always someone who is going through. And when they go through, it's like people just give up on them. I mean, many times we sit back on the outside if we don't know a person like that. We just always have an opinion. We always want to say what we believe is going on and this person isn't working hard enough. And as you can see what I put in this poem, once it hits home, the person looks at things different. 
So before I go on any further, I love to pull up diction, uh, definitions and I just want to, you know, have some background or some foundation. So the definition of struggling, according to the Google, the Google dictionary, it says striving to achieve or attain something in the face of difficulty or resistance. You hear people saying the struggle. I'm struggling, striving to achieve, striving to achieve. A person is trying to achieve something or attain something in the face of difficulty or resistance. You know, you can think about so many people, even yourself, who's going through adversity. They're trying, you're trying to achieve something. You're facing resistance, but you're, you're, you're trying to achieve it. You're trying to attain it in the face of difficulty. You're facing so much. You, you, it's like barrier after barrier after barrier, roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. You have test after test after test. And it's like no matter where you go and how you turn, there's always something that's, that's making your path difficult. It's resistance. So that's struggling. Even when it shows in the verb sense, it says make forceful or violent efforts to get free of restraint or constriction. You know, just visualize someone who's 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 being held down. Someone's trying to hold you. And it says make forceful or violent efforts. Someone trying to get away. It's kind of like, you know, somebody's playing football and visualize the combat and that running back or whoever gets the ball, but I'm just going to use the running back for the, for, you know, for the point of this, this illustration, you got this running back and you have this big defensive line and they're trying to tackle. Boom. And you hit a con the contact and they're running with this ball and they're trying to get to a, a, a the, the touchdown. They're running, they're running, they're breaking tackles. They're, they're running They're They're trying to get there. They're trying to, attain something they're trying to attain a touchdown they're trying to get to that that point of making it but they have to fight to get there many of you can relate many of us can relate because nobody's going to give us anything in this world we we know once you live long enough you realize that it doesn't matter how nice you are how much you smile how much you help people how how much you you go around and you have the positive attitude and you got all the friends. It doesn't matter. And no one's going to give you anything. So it becomes a struggle because it seems like every single day you have to work so hard to get where you want to be. It doesn't matter who you know, even though we know it's who you know or who knows you. I'm not saying that part, but you have to get to that point where a person can get to know you. And that takes time. That definition itself always talks about it. The violent efforts to get free of restraint. What's holding you back? What's holding you back from your dreams? What's holding you back from the desires of your heart? You got some kind of plan or something in your heart that's burning you and you want to get to that point to be there? To be to the point where you can help people, you to, to help your family, to help yourself? because that's the only thing that's bringing joy in your life? Do you cook? Are you great at cooking? And you want your own restaurant? But it seems for some reason you can't get there. No matter what you do, it just seems like it's not working for you. Maybe you're an entertainer. 
You know, so many people can down you for what you're doing because that's not their dream. That's not their goal. They'll laugh at you. It's so many people that they, they, they find joy and laughter and other people failing when they're striving to attain something. They laugh at you. They talk about you. Some people, even outside of the music, when it's education, they want to know why you're going to school this late. What's the point? You're going to get in debt. People will say anything and everything they can to discourage you from reaching where you want to go. It becomes a struggle because you want to attain this. For some reason, there's something in you that wants to attain getting this degree, getting this certification, proving the naysayers, those that doubted you, those that said you couldn't do it. You want to prove them wrong. So it's, it's, it becomes this, this thing that this resistance, something that's trying to hold you back. You want to fight through it. That's what you want. It's difficulty. It's resistance. No one is giving you this thing. Financial aid is, uh, you, you're having difficulty with financial aid. You're having difficulty with obtaining loans. You're having difficulty with finding a place to live. You're having difficulties getting increases on your job. You're having difficulties getting to the next level of trying to get this building built or, or something in that nature where no matter what you do, it's always something. How many times in your life have you heard people say, man, every time I turn around, it's always something. But then the more you try, it seems it gets harder and harder and harder. And then you finally get a breakthrough. You know when that breakthrough usually comes through? Do you know? It usually comes through when you felt like giving up and you say, you know what? I'm not going to even do this anymore. I'm done with this. I shared on the podcast once before of a friend of mine who's an excellent teacher at this point. And it's a lot of friends, a lot of individuals that I know who are in positions. But on this particular story, I mentioned it and it really touched me because I know how awesome she is now. And she's been teaching over 15 years. So with her being as awesome as she is, if you ever knew her story, and her story was she tried and she tried and she tried and she had the most difficult time passing certain tests to get to that point. But if you saw the things she's been doing for the last 15 plus years, you would never know her story. The lives that she's impacted from students starting off in elementary school to going to high school to getting in college and they're running into her now and they're telling her the impact that she had on her life, on their lives. Imagine if many of us gave up on what we wanted in life just because we had to struggle, just because we faced adversity. How many people depended on us would have just given up? How many people, they, 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 they depend on us for their strength? They look to us for that light. They look to us for that, that boost. You know, there are people who are incarcerated now the only reason that they're living is because they have someone out here that's living on the outside. They're drawing their strength from you. When you write letters to people who are incarcerated or people who are in the military or people who are away from you or people who are going through hard times and you send them a card and you encourage them and you tell them you love them and they know that you care, that gives them a little more to keep fighting for. That gives them a little bit of boost that they need. 
I wake up a lot of times, sometimes I'm just, I'm frustrated. I feel like, man, I need to do something different. I just feel like every time I go forward, it's somebody trying to pull me back. It's always someone that has something to say. There's always someone that wants you to be in that box the way they want to control you. It's someone that wants to, you know, control who you are and how you think and how you move and who you talk to. There are so many people that want to change what God has created in you to fit their mold or their idea of how you should be. And it's not going to work because no matter what happens, you're not going to be pleased or happy until you get to that point that you need to be. When I started this poem, I said, have you ever seen a struggling man? A man who tries to get on his feet. Day and night, he strives for a better life, but first he needs some food to eat. Think about that. I take a break and I'll be back to finish dissecting this poem. Okay, I'm back everybody. So where I ended, I was breaking down the poem. So I said, have you ever seen a struggling man, a man who tries to get on his feet? Day and night he strives for a better life, but first he needs some food to eat. Have you ever seen a struggling man risking his life trying to provide? Risking his name, trying to maintain, selling his soul just to get by? You know, when you have people who are willing to do anything and everything, I'm not saying it's right, but they're willing to sacrifice their life. They're willing to sacrifice their freedom. They're willing to sacrifice their names to attain something that's putting up resistance. They're willing to sacrifice for their families, those that they love. They're risking it all. Have you ever seen a struggling man standing tall, refusing to fall? How many people have you seen that no matter how much, how many times something tries to knock them down, they keep standing? Keeping a smile to hide his tears, anger and silence to hide his fears. In the midst of all his peers, year after year after year, there are so many people that go through so much adversity but you would never know that they're going through it because they don't tell you. They keep a smile to hide their tears, anger and silence to hide his fears. So many people act out. They act out to cover up their fears, their fears of failing, their fears of not, you know, being able to get where they want to be. So they, they, they hide it by behaviors. In the midst of all his peers, year after year after year, surviving on the little that he has. He hates to answer even beg. You'll never know his situation unless you will, he allows you to get in his head or his heart. When a person allows you to get in their head, they trust you, especially when they open up their heart. Because a lot of times you got people on the outside trying to figure you out. I know this. I deal with this all the time. When people don't understand you, how you move, and you don't talk all the time, telling them all your business, they got to come up with lies. So they don't know what you have going on unless you open up your head or your heart. 
Have you ever seen a struggling man? He's often judged by so many things. But those who see the struggling man really never understands his pain. People see on the outside. They don't know what's underneath. That goes for men and women. That goes for anybody who has a dream. That's anybody. No one really never understands your pain. Nobody. People can empathize with you, but they can't feel your pain. They don't know what you're going through. They don't know the losses that you've taken. They don't know you've lost your children. You've lost a family member. You've lost a spouse. You've lost your money. You've lost your job. You've lost your mind. A lot, man, there's so much that's happened with people that have bounced back and they see for themselves. Unless the same ones who judge witness the struggling man they love. Listen, unless the same ones who judged witness a struggling man they love. See, it's amazing how things change when it hits close to home. And I said in jail, prison, poor health or drugs or being labeled as a thug. See, we get we, we have compassion for those we want to have compassion for. See, when it's other people's children, when it's other people's family members, when it's somebody else's friend, oh, we got a lot to talk about then. But when we know the person or we know the people, we got compassion for it. Unless the same ones who judge witness a struggling man they love in jail, prison, poor health or drugs or being labeled as a thug. Or maybe a grandson, nephew, or a son, someone close enough to feel their pain. Then compassion and empathy step in. Why? Because he's a familiar struggling man. We have to be mindful of how we judge people. Because none of us are immune to struggling. It doesn't matter how much money you're making right now, how much money you feel you're putting up right now. If your wife making money and you making money and y'all sit back thinking y'all got it together or you making the money, and you, whatever the case may be, don't get cocky. See, you can tell when a person is not used to having something because they got to throw it in your face all the time. They have to brag about it. You know, when people get on top or they get some money, you can tell that's who they really were all along. That just brings them out. It's illuminated more. They're arrogant. They're cocky. But before that, man, some of these people were, man, they were humble. Some of them were, were still fools and clowns. But for the most part, the money brings out who they really were or are. Our point of views become different based on information that we know. And when a situation hits close to home, we're more understanding than it shows. See, sometimes, if it wasn't for the struggle, many of us won't know how to be humble. If it wasn't for the struggle, many of us would not know how it is to be humble. See, the struggling man, some see the struggling man as a bum and so many negative names to name and feel he's not trying hard enough to be successful, wanting handouts and not to change. See, people want to gauge you because they feel as though if they did it in their 24 hours, you can do it too. But see, everybody's life is different. 
if that was the case, man, and it was that easy, man, listen, everybody would be winning. Everybody would be balling. Everybody would have the education. But it doesn't matter what you do. You can have the education and you got people on the side saying you got student loans or I didn't go to school and I got more money than you. But then guess what? You know what I've seen in my life? I've seen people who made so much money and have a freak accident. It can be an accident where they slip and fall, where they get in a car accident, where anything happens, a sickness hits their body, and it doesn't matter how much money they have, they can't do anything with it. And I'm not saying it in an arrogant way. I'm just showing you anything can happen. Anything can happen. I had more compassion for people that were uh, injured when playing sports, when I never was injured, I never had a real injury. You might have the occasional jammed finger or twisted ankle or something like that. But tear tearing limbs, ACL and all these things, man. When I got an injury and I had to have surgery and broke my finger, man. Come on, man. Man, that did something to me mentally. Because when you're never used to being hurt, these things do something to you. But see, people think, you know, they never can get sick. I've heard people brag, I never get sick. I never got hurt. Man, be mindful, man. Some see the struggling man as a bum and so many negative names to name and feel he's not trying hard enough to be successful, wanting handouts and not to change. He hears the gossip and the whispers deep down in his soul. It really hurts. Because he's doing everything that he can, and hopefully one day it'll work. See, when you see a person that's working, or they're trying to reach their goals, people are always going to have something to say. They're always going to talk. And it's so easy if I could tell you to ignore it, because that's the same thing people told me. But guess what? People are going to talk. And it's, and it's certain things like on another level, you really want to hurt them. Some people want to hurt them, but then you can't hurt them all. And that was something told to me by, by somebody who's, you know, on, on the other side. You know, people are going to talk. They're not going to always like you, man. It doesn't matter. You can go through the struggle and make it. You think people are supposed to respect you and, and, and respect your hustle? No, man, because it's not them. Because it's not them. And then if you was showing love to them, it doesn't matter still. They, don't, they might not do it. It's no guarantee. And I finish it off saying, just be mindful of the words you speak. And the lies you spread when you're alone. Because you'll eventually reap the harvest. And the struggling man lives in your home. On that last line, I'm telling people, be mindful of words you speak. All these negative things you speak. All those seeds that you plant. When I said, and the lies you spread when you're alone. See, we can play this game when we're in front of people. And act like we all four people seeing them working do their thing but because they're not kissing our behind or bootlickers or all the different names eating cheese the names that that we call or the old school call it when you want to just be a, you know tattletale on everybody or try to make their life miserable 
Just be mindful of the words you speak and the lies you spread when you're alone because you will eventually reap the harvest. Listen to what's said here. Because you'll eventually reap the harvest. See, we always think, I'm going to get my harvest. I'm going to get my harvest. On this spiritual journey, everybody wants that harvest. But you look at that harvest as something wonderful. Oh, I get my money. Oh, I'm getting my blessings. See, everybody wants that. But people don't really want to work for it. But then I said, because you eventually reap the harvest and the struggling man lives in your home. See, it's one sad thing to sit back in your life and you live this life where you're just so educated and you're well known in the community or you're well known in the, in the state or well known in the country and you got your businesses and you're booming. I mean, you're successful. But then as time goes on, you got a child, grandchild, great grandchild, depending on how long you live or somebody close to you. They're struggling. And no matter how much you try to help them, they always have something going on wrong. Our families, I can tell you for a fact, in my family, there are, not to call names, but there are family members who were athletic, who were well-known, who could have made it far. And, and, and everybody would have thought that they were either going to professional level and you know what happened in their lives they got addicted to drugs they got addicted to alcohol they got addicted to the streets and their lives went downhill that's why in so many of our families it's always those individuals who could have should have or had the opportunity to make it make it and things happen because we don't know what people think about or what they go through in their daily lives. Stop being so quick to judge people because you think they're not on the level they should be on. And many of, many of you out there, you just feel like you can say whatever you want to say. You feel like you've been doing it your whole life. Yeah. Because you feel you're untouchable. Yeah, I've seen that too. And you know, because you're popular or your crew is popular, and then when you fall out with the people that always co-sign for you, then everybody said they didn't like your mouth. You know, there are females that I've seen or know of that got flip mouths and they think they're untouchable and dudes do the same. And they feel they can say anything about anyone's children or anybody, you know, just reckless conversation. That goes for me too. We all have to be mindful of what we say and how we say it. But what I'm saying in regards to these individuals is this. We have to be mindful of what we say about people's children or other people. We have to be mindful of how we treat people. Because it's not so much as the person who's outside on the corner with signs up saying they need help. It's the person that looks like everything is all good. And because they don't mix with you, go go to, you know, go to the club at the work with you, go to the bar with you, or come sit with everybody else. You wanna out, you wanna treat them different. You wanna talk about this young lady because of the kind of purse she has or the kind of shoes she has or the do you know what I'm saying? Like we're we're so 
we, we, we have it so, we, we got it so bad where society has us looking down on one another. But if you look at the news that's going on now, where you have countries with individuals, you know, trying to jump on an airplane, man, from Afghanistan, for example. Man, who, come on, man. You, you, you got to think about what kind of hell they're facing and to want to do that. You got to think about the hell that people are facing who losing their children to police violence or street violence or, you know, racist violence or anything, man, or sickness, diseases. I mean, so much is happening every single day to the point it sets us back. And it's people that have gone through divorces that have to bounce back. And you know what people say? <laughs> they talk about you. They feel that if you're not on a certain level, then you're a bum. You know, they're telling you how you should do. And then once you do better, they still going to say something negative about you. But who the hell are they? Think about that. Everyone has something to say about everything that's not important to them. But you know what I look at? I look at the fact that we all are getting older every single day. And every single day, man, somebody is leaving this earth. And it's so crazy that these people aren't even that old. There are people that have been our managers, our mentors, our teachers, our friends, our co-workers strangers man i'm talking about classmates people leaving this earth man i'm talking about man people oh my goodness man it's so real but all i want to say to you is this the struggling man be mindful of it be mindful of that person not just a man but that struggling woman that struggling individual you know just be mindful. I'm going to read this poem one more time straight through and then I'm going to end this podcast. But like I said, again, I thank you all for that. I thank you for the opportunity to be in, you know, just to speak words into your life, you know, and, and share a part of my life. You know, this is my work. This is thing. These are things that I'm working on, things that I've done. And also just want you to understand that we have to be mindful. When I read this, I'll be done. And to the next time, you know, thank you and check in. The struggling man. Have you ever seen a struggling man? A man who tries to get on his feet. Day and night he strives for a better life. But first he needs some food to eat. Have you ever seen a struggling man risking his life trying to provide? Risking his name? Trying to maintain. Selling his soul just to get by. Have you ever seen a struggling man standing tall, refusing to fall, keeping a smile to hide his tears, anger and silence to hide his fears in the midst of all his peers, year after year after year? Surviving on the little that he has, he hates to ask or even beg. You'll never know his situation unless he allows you to get in his head or his heart. Have you ever seen a struggling man? He's often judged by so many things, but those who see this struggling man really never understands his pain. Unless the same ones who judged witness a struggling man they love in jail, prison, poor health or drugs, or being labeled as a thug. 
or maybe a grandson, nephew, or son, someone close enough to feel their pain, then compassion and empathy step in. Why? Because he's a familiar struggling man. Our point of views become different based on information that we know. And when a situation hits close to home, we're more understanding than it shows. Some see the struggling man as a bum and so many negative names to name and feel he's not trying hard enough to be successful, waiting on handouts and not to change. He hears the gossip and the whispers. Deep down in his soul, he, it really hurts because he's doing everything that he can and hopefully one day it'll work. Just be mindful of the words you speak and the lies you spread when you're alone because you'll eventually reap the harvest and the struggling man lives in your home. <laughs>